Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. All right, Bobby, week two in the studio here. This is uh, great to have you back. Good to be here in the studio. It's fabulous, isn't it? And we're talking about, uh, we don't get out to West Dallas too much on Urban Spelunking once in a while, but... We should do that more. Yeah, we should get out to West Dallas. We had this kind of long-running theory for a while that West Dallas is just like full of stories and full of potential. It is. And like every time you do a story, people from West Dallas are on board and happy to see us talking about the uh, the architecture there. And this is a building that's been getting a lot of buzz because in 2019, it was uncovered. And uh, after years of being covered up with this kind of bland metal siding, uh, these beautiful windows were uncovered underneath the Kearney Trekker plant at 68th and National. Yeah, amazing. We we talked about this once before with the old Schuster's Gimbals building on King Drive that is covered in this, you know, just generic looking metal siding. And in, in the case of this building, it was just completely covered. There was no windows visible, nothing. It was just, it looked like a metal shed. And when they, um, the city of West Dallas bought the building, and took off all the siding, and people saw ghost signs on the side. They saw these the original painted Kearney and Trekker sign at the top, and just these thousands of panes of glass, which had been replaced in a variety of different colors, which gives it this really unexpectedly beautiful look, especially on a nice, like if you're inside on a beautiful summer's day, the light streaming through these different colored panes. It's, it's just stunning. So this, this uh, Kearney Trekker plant, of course, has this glass facade on all sides. And it makes you wonder, like, what, what could be in the future of this building? Because it, it does seem like it holds a lot of potential. And part of what makes West Dallas so rich with story potential is its industrial history. I mean, there were um, uh, Kearney, of course, Trekker we've talked about, Theo Trekker. We talked about his mansion in the past on Urban mm-hmm. Spelunking. There's Alice a lot Chalmers, of, of course. Right. right oh, right. yeah, the namesake. So Just loads. And Alice Chalmers, especially, which we I think we've also talked about, was a huge sprawling site with you know, covered loads of city blocks with these just soaring industrial buildings, big open spaces where there's right. machinery. And mm-hmm. and a lot of that got torn down for them to redevelop the land for apartments and retail and some other stuff. But a bunch of those buildings also did survive and are now office space and shops and things. So there is really a future in a lot of these buildings. And West Dallas is uh, cognizant of this and wants to make sure some of these things remain. And the mayor, Dan Devine, when uh, – he was with me when I went to look at the building, said that they know that there's a limit to how many of these are, there are left, and they want to make sure that some of them remain as a sort of a testament to the, the city's history. And they definitely want to make sure this one remains because it's such a unique-looking building. Again, we're talking about the former Kearney Trekker plant on 68th and National in West Dallas. We're going to talk about what the future might hold for this building. Details not quite confirmed, but you were in talking with the mayor, so you might have heard some some things about what might be happening there. So we're going to talk about what the future might hold for this Kearney Trekker plant next on Urban Spelunking. A donation comes in many forms. A sustaining membership, a one-time gift, and even that vehicle you no longer use. Whether it's a car, truck, or boat, donating is a great way to support this station. Even if it's no longer running, your vehicle donation could be worth hundreds of dollars in support of the programming you enjoy. Get the process started today by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars. And we are back on Urban Spelunking in the land of West Alice, 68th and National at the Kearney Trekker plant. 
we mentioned that this building looked pretty uh, unremarkable for a lot of years, <laughs> it right? Sure it was covered yeah. up by this this metal sheeting, and uh, in 2019, that came down and exposed this uh, really beautiful like glass patchwork of windows that really surrounds the the whole building. With that came a little bit more attention, and people were, I guess, seeing this building for the first time. I'd imagine a lot of West Dallas residents never knew this existed and never saw this building like it like it's uh, like it appears today. Right, it was nothing you would ever looked at you, that you would ever have looked at twice. I mean, it was just like I said, just looked like a big metal shed. And when it came down, it was a revelation. And you know, Milwaukee Facebook went crazy. <laughs> so many people <laughs> were posting pictures of it. I, I was just getting like dozens of these pictures of this in my feed all the time as people were amazed to see, because as we talked about in earlier, there's those different color panes of glass and that just really look striking and really look unique. Um, and so the site that the Kearney and Trekker plant was on, um, a lot of it has been redeveloped already, like just across National Avenue. That is, um, there's a bunch of retail and some other stuff there. Um, next door to this building is a much smaller building that is being uh, turned into the a new brewery called Ope. Ah, perfect, yes. <laughs> Ope. So the Kearney Trekker plant was originally used for what? It was a plant for what was made they there? They were a machine tool company. So they made basically, um, they made the things that companies needed to manufacture things. They basically made the tools and the machine, like machines to build other products. You know, and and they focused, I believe, on mill machine, like things to make milling machinery. Got it. So they made yeah. the, the they machines didn't, I don't to make think, the machines. Yes, I don't think they made the <laughs> milling machines, but they made the, the components. What, what manufacturers would need to make milling machines. Got it. And it was, for a while, it was one of the largest machine tool businesses in the world. And this is really right in the heart of downtown West Dallas. Yeah, right? yeah close it's, just, to it. it's just like a couple blocks off of the main drag there. If you yeah. think of like 70th and Greenfield as being sort of like the heart of downtown, it's just like two blocks southeast of that. Right? Yeah, is this kind of nearby the the farmers market? Yeah, it's like two block. It's okay. like a block west of the farmers market. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting so, to picture. Yeah, it now. so it's really right there in the middle of everything. And then uh, another part just across Mitchell Street, which was also part of the Kerning Trekker plant, is being redeveloped right now into a hospital. Oh, awesome. Okay, so yeah. they tore down what was there and they're building new. But so this is like this is the remaining structure of the original property, though. So that's what makes this kind of cool. Plus the windows. So a lot of activity, a lot of development happening in this area of West Dallas, and discussions are underway right now about what the future might hold for this former Kearney Trekker plant because uh, it's it's spacious, right? There's mm-hmm. lots of lots of room in there. It's beautiful, and it seems like there's a lot of potential. So what are you hearing about the potential future? So there is an interested um, potential buyer who is sort of doing their due diligence at the moment, um, but they apparently okay. have um, some interest from. Tenants already. So, you know, there there is hope that they will be able to move forward with a sort of um, food hall event space incubator okay. kind of idea, which is a development they've done in other places. So they have experience doing this. They supposedly have um, serious interest from a really well-established event business in Milwaukee, which would okay. run the event side. So that's a very promising factor as well. And then there would hopefully be this food court aspect to it that could also serve as an incubator for, say, another brewery, maybe a distillery. You know, the city development people imagine there being market vendors for the food hall, there being maybe a bar, maybe a brewing or distillery space, and there'd be a huge event space because there's nothing but space <laughs> in this place. It's ginormous, yeah, and, how much, it's got, uh, and it's got two uh, mezzanines, okay. too. So, like, there's, like, half the bu- slightly more than half the building is just floor to, like, maybe three-story high 
open space. And then the running alongside it, along the east side of the building, are the two mezzanines where you could put office. They talk about maybe doing some office space upstairs in the mezzanine in the back. Okay. But then you could still use the space below it for vendors or for a bar or whatever. And then the mezzanine in the front half of that side um, has some walled spaces underneath and then a big open area at the top. So they could foresee maybe a brewery putting its equipment up. In the top, maybe there being more food stalls underneath. Again, it's all just sort of theoretical at this point. They're, these are just ideas that they're bandying around and that I think this potential developer has experience with and has expressed interest in. Okay. And this is, um, you know, we talk about space being massive just from the pictures. It looks like it's about the size of a city block, right? I mean, how, Oh, it is, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's basically a, a square city block size place, so it's huge. And to think that that was sitting there just covered up and and really uh, something that probably nobody really paid much attention to that could be developed into this really, um, you know, uh, an attraction for for the neighborhood. It's, well, absolutely. And that's what that's what the city is hoping for. It's the kind of thing that could, you know, if this thing happens, it could be something that's useful to, to loads of people. People who work in the neighborhood or live in the neighborhood want to come and eat at the food hall, want to get beer at the brewery if that happens. You know, they can have events there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really like a big. It's not just a shopping center, and it's not just apartments. It's right? something that kind of is a little different than what's all around it. West um, Dallas deserves something like that, and right? it, you know the thing is, it it almost lost it because the the most recent owner before the city was a was a salvage company that had started to take pieces of the interior out and sell oh, it really? for scrap. Wow. So I think they think the ultimate goal was to take the whole thing down and sell it all for scrap, and then perhaps then sell the land or something, but. The city got it before that happened, and so now we have this beautiful building with this great potential and loads of local history. Any indication on the timeline, or is that still pretty TBD at this point? I think it's still pretty TBD at this point. So uh, they told me that the the potential buyer has a letter of intent and is doing its quote-unquote, I'm doing the air quotes, <laughs> due diligence. Basically. I can hear them now, the air quotes. I, you know, I'm sure it's all sort of financing stuff, sure. making sure they can— have some good potential tenants lined up, which makes it a little less risky of a venture if you've got some people that have already expressed interest. And in, yeah, and this isn't just opening up some some storefront. I mean, this no, is it's a, a huge. This is going to be a big project, right? You don't want to just go into it wildly. And of course, we're still coming out of a pandemic. There had actually been a previous letter of intent from a different developer who was going to do exactly this kind of plan there, and also has experience doing this. Did a place in Madison, just like this. Um, but then when the pandemic hit, they just. All of their businesses are event businesses, so they kind of had to step back because, as we know, events were not really right, yeah, <laughs> really was, not a very big thing. Totally understandable because right. events were just not happening. So. And there were there were a few places that that persisted and opened up, but it sounded like it was a really difficult year, you know, for for all all kind of business owners in this area, especially Absolutely, event based right. and in person based. But yeah, an event venue was. Probably the most challenging thing to try to open up last year. Well, right, and if these pe- and if their business was other event venues, yeah. there wasn't the revenue coming in from those either. So yeah, and when you think about this building, um, uh, the first thing I thought of when I saw it was it reminded me of the Laddish Company in Cudahy. Yeah, where yeah. it's got those same kind of windows, and I always I always wondered about buildings like this that are factory or industrial that have that that patchwork of glass windows where each of the glass. Windows have kind of a different shade, and mm-hmm. I was wondering if that was intentional, if it was meant to be beautiful, or if it was just like I, windows yeah. got broken over time and replaced, and, that, it became- and that's that's what it was. The latter, I asked the the development people at uh, the city of West Dallas what they thought about that too, and their their assumption was that they were initially uniform in color, and over time, as they replaced panes of glass, they probably didn't really much care what it looked like. 
So they just, whatever glass they had is what they put up there. Well, I hope they keep that in the, I do too. In, in the next I do chapter. Too. I mean, that's what really is, that's what gives a character. That's what that's what makes it so unique and special, right? That's why everybody went crazy with their cameras <laughs> and posted these pictures on Facebook. Not because it was an old factory building, but, but because it had these beautiful variegated windows with all these different colors. And it just looks really, if you're inside the place on a sunny day, it's stunning. Just the light coming through. Well, um, definitely go to Bobby's story. We've got a link to it in the info box. Wherever you're listening right now, you can find a link to Bobby's story. Check out those pictures and as much info as we know right now about the uh, the former Kearney Trekker plant, which is uh, potentially going to be a lot of different things, a, yeah, a real attraction right. in West Dallas. So check that out at uh, radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast or in the info box where you're listening right now. Podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. You can subscribe to this and all of 88.9's podcasts. You can find that uh, a really nice menu page at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast. You can find our podcasts on food, film, and music there, plus um, the award-winning By Every Measure, which examines systemic racism. You can find that as well on that page, plus our new podcast, Diverse Disruptors from 88.9. All right, Bobby. Well, we'll talk to you next week. See you next week. Thanks, Nate.